Welcome back to Ready For, a podcast dedicated to equipping college parents with the tools they need to have meaningful conversations with their college students. I'm Logan Newkirk, RD, or Residence Director from Belmont University. And I'm Keelan Myers. I'm also an RD at Belmont. On this podcast, we talk to guests that we think know more than us about the topic that we're discussing. In this episode in particular, we're talking with students about their transition to college. We wanted some first-hand knowledge from a couple of students that aren't too far removed from the transition. One of those students is Callie Edwards, a 2018 graduate of Belmont and current grad student in the Marriage and Family Therapy Program. Uh, the other student is an RA, or resident assistant, and senior motions picture major, uh, Andrew Burleson. He'll be graduating in May of 2020. We'll be asking them both about their transition from home and high school into college life and what that was like and how they found success after their parents went back home. Both of these perspectives will inform the conversations that you're having with your college students before you send them off on their own. Where? You weren't the first of your family to go to college, right? Right, but I was the first to ever live on campus. So all my siblings live just in apartments that they moved into like willy-nilly kind of thing did they give you any like what did you learn from them about what moving to college was like did you take anything from it absolutely not so I my sister would have been the most likely but she was eight years older so it never like we just didn't have those conversations um and then with my brother who's four years ahead of me um he like he we just he didn't talk about those things it was just an easy he just moved somewhere new, and then that was done, and now he's going to college, and we didn't speak for, like, four years. But, um, yeah, so I didn't get absolutely anything from them moving. What about after you went to college? In what way? Like, did they, did you initiate any conversation with them, or no? No, I know, I feel like that's weird now that I'm, like, reflecting on it, but my sister also moved out when she was 18, um, not specifically for college, but just the, like older kid move kind of thing, so it kind of feels like everything was a little disjointed in that. Um, so, yeah, I didn't, we never pursued those conversations. Yeah. So what did you expect? Like, when you went off to college, what did you, what did you think it was going to be like? I, I remember this so vividly. I thought that I was going to be best friends with my roommate, because, again, everyone's always been older than me, um, and so I never, like, I love my siblings, but we were never friends, so I was like, this is my chance. I'm going to have someone to live with who's going to be my best friend in the entire world. We're going to do everything together. We're going to pull our mattresses on the floor and, like, watch movies, and then it's going to be great. Um, and I thought it was going to be just continual, like, activity. Because um, I also lived out in the country, and so I didn't get to go to friends' houses until I was able to drive, and even then I had to pay for my own gas, so, like, I didn't ever drive anywhere. Um, and so I thought it was just going to be continuous fun. An activity, um, which was not exactly what happened, but that's what my that's what my imagination told me it was going to be. So I thought it was going to be great. Even a step back from that, I know when I went to college, the hardest part of moving for me was saying goodbye to my parents, like more so than my first night or anything. That was really tough. I remember like mm. standing in the parking lot and crying with my mom and wanting to go home. Been for my stepdad, we would have packed everything back up and I would have gone back home. Did you see 
something like that? I am only an hour away from my hometown, and so I and my sister is about 20 minutes away. So it did not feel like I was truly going anywhere. Like my mom could be here lickety split, to, and and that happened multiple times my freshman year where she would just show up. Um, so during <laughs> what was that like? Oh, um, never good. That's not true. I shattered my ankle <laughs> freshman year, and I lied to her and told her that it was just sprained. And then the next morning when I woke up to call her and tell her it was broken, um, she was already on campus. <laughs> like she already she knew she could hear the lie, um, and so that was great. But no, it was never. Don't don't ever just show up unexpected. <laughs> that can just be harmful. Um, yikes. But so I I never had like that first night. I was so excited, and I was clo- I was still was close to home, so I'm sure it's different with people who are far away. But um, I was so excited that I would, I was just like, bye, mom, bye, like, and then too, I had like four different parents with me, so I was like, bye, y'all go on. So excited to be here um, and to be with people. So I didn't get upset on that first night of moving. It hit me a few days later. Um, I turned 18, and I didn't have any like I had people, but I didn't have like friends to celebrate me. And my mom couldn't come up because it was, like, a Thursday. You know, you never want your birthday on, like, a Thursday. It was a Thursday. Um, And so I just felt utterly alone. And that was that moment. I cried in my lofted bed in Potter. (laughs) It was just like, I miss my mom. (laughs) Can you talk more about uh, your mom showing up when you broke your ankle? Yes. Do you want, like, the story or? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, it was 2014, um, November 6th. Exactly. I remember <laughs> because I had to register for classes the next morning for the first time ever. And you hear horror stories of like, the internet's going to go out and your laptop's going to crash and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, sh- I, was, uh, I was being goofy and I shattered my ankle that night. Um, and so I remember I had on rock climbing shoes <laughs> and I remember being like, this is really bad. But it didn't look as bad because they're so compressed that it kept the injury contained. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I called my mom. Cause I was like, I know I need to go to a doctor. Shh, don't want to go to the ER, which is what she would have made that jump to. And so I called her, and I was like, hey, I'm just warning you. I sprained my ankle. Like, typical. Sprained my ankle. Um, I might call you tomorrow. And, like, we maybe a friend will take me or something to a doctor. And, um, I could, she was just like, okay, like, that's fine. And then, um, I got carried back to Potter because I couldn't walk. We took the shoe off. We cut the shoe off. I had to pay for them to get a new shoe. They cut the shoe off my foot and it was destroyed. It was just, my ankle was grotesque. I cried in the shower for like two hours before my roommates lifted me up into my lofted bed because I couldn't climb. Whatever. So I woke up the next morning. It's even worse. Um, I registered for classes. And then I was like, it's time to bite the bullet and call my mom and be like, hey, this is really bad. I was like, hey, um, I've, che- I've looked at my ankle this morning, and it looks worse. And she was like, um, yeah, I heard it. I heard it in your voice last night. I've been sitting outside of Potter for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there were times where it would, like, I would go to the movies really late on a Friday night and like I would be, I wasn't out like partying, but I would be tuckered out on a Saturday morning, and I would get a text at, or a call or a text at 8 a.m. that's like, "Me and your stepdad are in town. Like, let's go get breakfast." Like it's Saturday. 
don't just show up. Saturdays are kind of sacred to college students. They, the mornings are incredibly sacred. Yeah. There are a couple of... I have many questions. Well... I think one is... Did you feel like you could have your conversation with that parent, with your parents of, I need space, like, hey, I'm fine, but I'm asleep, so I'm going to text you later. Did you ever try that, or what did it look like to try to say, like, hey, I, I need, I want a little bit more space than I have when I was at home? It took, um, <laughs> these are conversations we're still having. Um, it took, <laughs> it took maybe second semester of my freshman year, because I felt bad being away from home, and I was the baby and the favorite. Like, we don't have to, we don't have to sugarcoat it. I was the favorite, and so I... This is going to be on national airways. Now... International, it's a little bit. It's the internet. It, this is yeah. everywhere, and now everyone knows you're the favorite. You yes. Have to, uh, Chelsea and Cole, mom should have told you before now, I'm the favorite. Um, no, I... It was really hard. I felt, like, for some reason, I felt guilty of not seeing them all the time, which, because that's the complete reverse of what you're used to. Like, you lived in their home... And you were together all the time, and now you don't ever see him. So I felt so bad when I would be like, no, Mom, like, give me an hour or whatever. Um, and so it took me a while, and then I finally, I think one Saturday I just broke. It's like, i <laughs> I got to have time to sleep in. I'm tuckered out. Um, and so we finally had the conversation of, I think we put boundaries on it. And I was like, just don't show up. Like, try to tell me the day before, because I, I want to hang out with friends, too, on Saturdays. Like, I'm meeting people. It's like, also, don't show up before 10. Like, give me, give me till 10 if you're going to show up, but also remember, like, I'm, I'm cultivating a life here. This isn't, and it didn't end up, it, it wasn't going to be just four years here, um, even as that is, that's a long time, like, you need to build a life as an individual, and you can't have your parents coming up all the time, because that just takes you away from meeting people and building relationships and all of that. Did it help? Um, eventually. It took a while to, to take effect. Um, but once she did, I did notice, like, Saturday mornings, I would meet up with girls on my floor, and we would go to the CAF, um, and so I wasn't losing that time anymore, and so we, we would go to the CAF, and then we would go sit on the lawn, or go to a movie, or whatever, so I was finally building those relationships. So, like, I didn't learn of it as a commodity until I was in high school, and we did some, like, homeless ministry in Chicago, and a homeless man told me that if I wake up and have somebody tell me good morning every day, that I have more than him. Mm. And that, like, rocked my worldview. And um, so, like, that as a commodity that your parents then lose with you going to college, but you don't necessarily lose if you are if you have this roommate or you have a group of friends that you get up and go eat breakfast with on the weekends. Um, and that loss is something, like, every parent's going to feel, that, you know, definitely that that... I think we could talk about that on several different levels. Mm-hmm. But hearing you talk about, like, that specific example, they've lost somebody that they can get up and say good morning to, who that they have had to, like, drag out of bed for 18 years, <laughs> you know? Um, but it's not necessarily lost for the student who goes to college. It just takes a different form. It's a new, like, What was your frame of reference of college before you got to college? What were you expecting? Hmm. I think 
the word expecting is the key there, because I don't know if I expected anything, because I think I was afraid to expect anything, and then my expectations would just change or whatever. Because my, my experience of college from then was growing up in a college town, getting kind of nothing out of that, and then uh, my sister going to Belmont four years before me. And so, like, coming to move her in, and then, like, coming to visit every once in a while. <laughs> the only experience I remember from that moving into college was like trying to build Ikea furniture in her dorm while she was off at orientation things <laughs> and then like being in the elevator and someone thinking that I went to Belmont and I was like 16. Well how did how did your parents if any role what role did they play in preparing you and then helping you once you were there like guidance they may have given you? I think it was they did a lot of like in a way like loosening the reins in the months going into college and not like not in a way of like how strict they were about anything, but it's just how much they like paid attention necessarily to what I did on purpose. It's not like they they're like, all right, I don't care. I'll be. It was like they they kind of I think realized I needed to be used to them not having a, having a reaction to everything I do. If that makes sense, like whether I'm you know whether I'm cleaning my room or going out at whatever hours of the night or getting enough sleep or not. They were like they kind of let me stumble a little bit before I get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just so I'm a little bit ready for like a okay, I need to I need to make sure I'm aware of of how how like my whole like my daily routine and my life is going and just so that I don't I don't necessarily have like a safety net in a way of just like a how I operate day to day. Mm -hmm. So I got kind of more used to that cuz they started like hovering over it less and less. Um, and so I think that helped. During that time, making a friend or making a connection feels like a base level need. It's as important as food, sleep, like the, that base level right. is like, I need somebody here who understands or I, who I can at least connect with that we're in the same place. Mm. And so like we do these great things to try and introduce freshmen to like doing a service component that's like, you're like, you're gonna learn a lot here and we want you to learn like the value of service and like putting other people's before, like doing things for other people before your own needs. But if that incoming freshman <laughs> is in the headspace of like, I haven't made a single friend yet. Who are They're not learning from the surface component. You know what I mean? Well, that's the Jedi mind trick, right? Like we go because of course, it's great to serve, it's great to know what Belmont is, mm. but what draws our students there is the fun that comes along with it, or that sharing connection. Painting a wall can be awful, but if you're painting next to someone whose elbows are also covered in white paint and smudged to the walls, like those are those actual connections that you build yeah. that extend like beyond what we hope you get out of service and things like that. Yeah, because that that whole like the part of the serve week, it's either I mean, yeah, I, I, I say that I was annoyed with everybody and I wanted to leave, but it's also I. I didn't have to go, but I was like, wait, all these people that I think are going to be my best friends are going. <laughs> yeah. So now I need to go. Yeah. <laughs> Look at I all still the... enjoyed a lot of it. Like it's. <laughs> Look at all the people getting on the bus. Better get on the bus. <laughs> They're all wearing the same shirt as me. Yeah, I'm going to get the bus now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, because there's a lot of that, like, and of course, I, yeah, like I said, I know one person from TT Week, and it wasn't even someone in my group. It was someone that someone in my group introduced me to, and... And so I, when I went to her wedding like two weeks ago, and I'm just like, this is, this is strange because there's you, and then four of them don't go to Belmont anymore, and three of them I think I've seen, and I follow on 
Instagram, so I guess I know what's going on with them. But <laughs> it may have been during that week. It may have been weeks later, months later. It may have been over a year later. When did you like transition from the everything is chaos and transition to oh this is good, like I'm settling in, like this is this is the new normal. I'm at Belmont. I'm <laughs> You're like, oh wait, actually, this is what like going here is like, yeah. not what orientation is like. Yeah. Yeah. Because because it's like orientation is there to show you, like, okay, this is what living here and being a student here is gonna. This is how it's gonna be, and it it helps with that, but it only helps with that once you actually start being a student and a resident after that, and so so which I think is the thing that a lot of people I didn't get it um, by any means, but. I don't know, it was like a, kind of a, probably a month or two in, once I started making other friends apart from just my sweet mates and one person in my, in my orientation group, was like, it helped a lot with my major, because we did our own boot camp for like the film program. But I think that's when, after that, I started to realize that there are, like, that there are kind of groups that you can fall into, like, there are places for everybody here if that makes sense it's like okay I can I can I can kind of roll with this group and that's that can be like my experience it doesn't have to be the same thing that everybody else is doing it's like I can I can feel comfortable with this group people enjoy that you know or like oh I joined our you know, real team is like we're got a tournament or I don't know what sports do um but <laughs> you know, but, um, but but like you know, you hear you hear people you know talk about how they're actually a part of these groups, and like and then it kind of becomes real, like that. Oh, okay, these are these are real, are real groups, groups of people that are actually enjoying it, not just a flyer that I saw one time. So you are working, you are presenting opportunities. You are actively part of an organization that is presenting opportunities. What advice would you give to students? who may not be taking advantage or are apprehensive because they don't know if it's like you said the cool thing or people don't do that what, what would you say to them i guess i would say that as a now coming in as a third year ra and as a senior i still like will do programs or whatever that's hey this organization is coming to talk to other students about what they do whenever we start those programs i still have to learn about these organizations and figure it out myself and i'm on going on year four mm -hmm. so it's like you don't have to know necessarily everything about what you want to do and where you want to be um, you just have to be ready to learn about it or ready to take on that information because it's out there and boy will people give it to you so you know yeah. <laughs> so it's like but it's you don't have to you don't have to already be already have everything figured out by the time somebody hands you a pamphlet and be ready to say yes or no sure. you know you can you know, show up to a meeting or whatever and kind of listen in. And if it's not for you, cool, go to the next one or go to some other club or, you know, because it's, I'm, I'm still learning about new campus, like, organizations and stuff that I, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't, I guess I didn't hear about that or maybe I brushed it off a year and a half ago <laughs> yeah. when they had a fair or something. So, uh, but it was easier than I thought it was going to be to find what I wanted to do because it's like, you, you know when you enjoy what you're doing. So you kind of have to trust in that, that you'll, that you'll realize whenever you actually are um, doing something that you want to be doing. Your parents left you with this sense of, he's going to figure it out. Like, I know Andrew, mm -hmm. 
know probably where he'll succeed really well because these are the things I know he's great at because mm. they're your parents they know you in theory they, they also <laughs> happen to know what you're not great at oh yeah they, like I think I take that for granted is our parents have spent 18 years watching us intensely yeah um, like they probably have a pretty good idea of what to expect when we're cast into a big crowd of people in the same position as us because they've been seeing us interact with people our age every step of the yeah. way. Like, there may have been more of an influence or a connection there from your parents that you didn't necessarily see or feel. Like, they had more of a hand on it. Yeah, I think they're, yeah, in, in a way, them having their hand on it was them, like, kind of instilling, almost it's like they, they, would, they would act very much in the way of, like, oh, we trust that you'll figure it out, like, you know. You, you made it into college, I guess. You must be smart enough to, you know, <laughs> to not die in the first week, you know, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that was, like, they kind of instilled that trust in myself, or, like, to, like, it, like me seeing them act as though, like, oh, you've, you'll be fine. Like, you know, it might be rough every once in a while, but you'll figure it out. Kind of caused me to believe that, like, oh, yeah, I'll be okay, right? I, you know, I if they, <laughs> if they're this okay with, like, the idea that it's just going to be insane and nothing what I expected and everything's going to change. It's like, yeah, what I, I see that coming and I, I know it's all going to be different, so I'll, I'll find my way. But I think, yeah, I probably thought that because my parents did a lot of the, um, did a lot of that pre-work for me of being like, you'll be fine. Like not to, not to say you don't have to worry about it because everybody's going to worry about it, but they, they very much instilled the idea of like, you'll, It'll be okay. Like, you know, don't freak out. It'll <laughs> find your way. One of the best uh, pieces of advice that I got at my high school graduation, I love that when we celebrate big moments in life, everybody turns into a sage and offers you their line of wisdom. So there's a single person. We get married. Every one of your family members is like a mafia boss that you have got some word of wisdom. But one friend told me, who had, like, just graduated from college, so... That was, like, who I would listen to. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he said, everything gets done because everything has to get done. And I repeat that to students constantly. I'm sure I've said it to you at some point in the past year. Um, but, yeah, and I, it may be a mantra that lends itself to a more laid-back personality. <laughs> um, but I don't know that I've ever found that not to be true for students. It's like they find a way to get it done. They may learn in the process that they did it in a very inefficient way. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But you still did it. Yeah. yeah. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'd like to give a shout out. Thank you to Callie and Andrew both for being our guests on this episode. If something in this podcast sparked a conversation or raised some question for you, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you, and you can email us at readyforpodcast at belmont.edu. If you listened to this episode and it made you think of a topic that you'd like to hear discussed, feel free to let us know that as well. Thank you all so much again for listening, and stay tuned for our next episode, which may be featuring our very own parents talking about how happy they were that we went off to college so that we could make a podcast. <laughs> uh, we'd like to give a thank you to our... Director of Residence Life, Dr. Anthony Donovan, for allowing us to do this podcast. 
The work obviously wouldn't get done without our executive producer, Shelby Trice. And a special, very special thank you to Marquise Giles, our friend and co-worker who created our theme for the show. I'm Logan Newkirk. I'm Keelan Myers. And this, this is, is Ready, Ready For.